night is all about big boy shit. We got the big man in the house. He's been tearing it up at Grindhouse Academy, and he's making his way around the indies. We figured we'd have him on before he gets real big, and tonight, he's right here. He is the head of the pack. This is Lobo Okami. What's up, Lobo? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. What's up, my dog? Yeah, it's so glad to have you on, man. Um, when Jeremy told me, especially after you know we reviewed the last couple New Wave shows, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he was like, "Yo, man, this Lobo guy," and I'm like, "Oh, that that's my guy." Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go. Like, yeah, man. And it's so cool to see just the trajectory of you know what you're doing in the short time and where you're going to be headed, man. So we definitely had to get get you on. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. Hell yeah, man. And I I you know, there's a lot of cool shit you've been up to lately. But you know, one of the things that stands out to me, and this is I was looking through some of your highlights on YouTube clips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And dude, one of me and Tron's favorites is also Solomon Tupu. And talk about some big boy shit when you got in the ring with Solomon. It's, it was it was St. Louis Anarchy, right, Lobo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first time uh, was what's on my YouTube. Uh, the four man. Gotcha, right. Me, Tupu, uh, Mad Dog Connolly, and Chase Holiday. Right, right. Uh, yeah, talk about a big guy. Uh, you know, all, what they say, all the Samoan shit's true. I figured that out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. We need to see a one on one with you and Tupu, man. It might happen in New Wave. Uh, it could, yeah, it's very possible. I, whenever he's ready, I'm ready for sure. Uh, the this past weekend at Anarchy, uh, I had another little taste with him. Um, me and Mad Dog teamed against him and uh, Jay Marston. Oh yeah, baby, nice. cool. That's yeah, cool. So I'm not sure if any if there's any video of that floating around, but uh, not that went good. Um, solid match. Uh, you know, I don't think that Tupu and I've got to interact that much, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but one day I'll, we're going to get in there and it'll be just me and him and big boy shit will happen. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good to see you guys getting ingrained, um, and, and, you know, getting opportunities at somewhere like the St. Louis Anarchy. Cause we talk about it on this show all the time, how hot that, that St. Louis territory between them glory and wrestle max is man mm. and uh and and like so but how did you uh how did you kind of start uh getting around and, and moving around and doing things with anarchy how did that happen uh man that was definitely like all because of beef like when oh, i started sweet. uh yeah when i started running around with him uh going to shows you know kind of letting him help guide me a little bit um you know, he really kind of pushed me and helped me build a confidence that when opportunities at these places started happening, I was able to capitalize on them. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely uh, a good dude to to be around. Uh, very motivating dude. Um, and and you and Beef had actually been doing some work together. He's been actually kind of, uh, you know, I guess uh, not necessarily train you, but you know, kind of take you on his wing and show some things. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, uh, you know, we train together and stuff. Um, we 
send matches back and forth. We run ideas about shit that may work or, you know, is this a bad idea to do? You know, am I too big for this? Like stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just a, a wealth of knowledge and information and, you know, an opinion from someone that I trust, um, yeah. you know, and that, that's a big thing for me is the trust that's been established. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah, man. He's definitely a, a student of the game um, and he's a sponge and uh, just a great dude to talk to and be around. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I love me some beef. Uh, oh, me too. So, but, he's uh, a star, but yeah. bro. He's a star. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever I saw that you had linked up with him and started, you know, moving around with him, I was like, oh, I love it because, hmm. you know, both you guys are, are close friends of mine. So it was good to see people I like link up. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And Lobo, we I want to usually we start off with the brand brand new stuff, but I want to go immediately back with you just because to me. The most interesting thing about you is is your backstory to me right now, because I know mostly I know that just as Sean said, you know, a conversation with Sean, like, yo, I like this Lobo kid. Yeah. And Sean was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> that's my man. So, yeah. I mean, talk about that, man. How was your, talk about your road leading up to Grindhouse and meeting Sean and hooking up there. Uh, so my uh, pathway in wrestling's been, uh, it's a little different because I started in uh, 2018, um, I trained at Larry D's school. Oh, cool. Um, so I was there for like six or seven months, I think. Uh, fell on some hard financial times. I was having some problems with some mental issues. Uh, took some time off. Um, when I was finally able to come back, you know, I felt ready to. Uh, I linked back up with Ronnie Roberts, who was training when I was at Larry D's place. Um, And so he was like, yeah, I'm at Grindhouse. Come up. Let's get the ring rust knocked off. Like, let's see where you're at uh, and get you, you know, where you need to be so that you can start doing matches again. Because I had, you know, three, four, five matches before I took my break. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. And then, and we just, it's been, we hit the road running whenever the pain, like when stuff started to open up. Uh, and it's just been forward motion ever since. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, well, and that, that was one thing that it really kind of, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Cause you had told me whenever, you know, one of those car rides that you were trained was Larry. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, it, it makes so much sense. You know what I'm saying? Because I, like, I honestly thought that you were just a, a natural, which I mean, you really kind of are still because you really haven't been doing it that long. But right. like, I was just like, damn, this dude is really good to, you know, to be a, a student at Grindhouse and just kind of making his way. Hmm. Um, but then you had told me you had, you know, been with Larry D beforehand and trained and all that. And I mean, if there's anybody for you to sit under that tree and to learn from, especially like, you know, your roots would be Larry D yeah. just because yeah. he's probably the best big man in the business, you know? Um, so, but yeah, man, definitely, uh, definitely awesome. And, and uh, how does it feel? What, what are your thoughts about being at Grindhouse? Um, how do you like making your way there? 
Man, I, I love the atmosphere that they're cultivating at Grindhouse right now. Uh, you know, they're doing a big thing for their students, uh, the way that they're trying to uh, push and make each show feel like a big production, uh, mm -hmm. you know, with getting the new ring skirts and turnbuckles, um, upgrading the lighting and getting, you know, new production guys in there. Like they're setting their students up for a very good future cool. because yeah. they're already getting that experience that you may not get at other places where, they may not, you know, whether it's the budget or they don't care or, you know, it may just be how the school set up, whatever, uh, you know, Tony and Ronnie and all of them are doing a really good job at setting their people up for success, I think. Agreed. Oh, absolutely agreed. Um, especially, I mean, if you look at some of the Grindhouse students from, you know, past and, and where those guys are at now, you know, mm -hmm. um, I mean, talking about like of course billy starts um you got charlie cruel also mm -hmm. she's even making a way and doing some you know really cool stuff um and even like you know guys like freddie and and even zdp you know doing some stuff so yeah. um but uh but yeah it, i couldn't agree more like now the things that grindhouse is doing dog when i know that it's not the same that it used to be but when grindhouse announced uh, well, hold on. First, where did you grow up, Lobo? Do what? 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 What area did you grow up? As far as uh, like southeastern Kentucky. Okay, so you're not really familiar with WLRS. No, not really. So in in this area where we live in, mm -hmm. when I was growing up, WLRS was like the rock station, mm. um, and like they used to do these huge festivals at the waterfront. In Louisville, where it would be mm -hmm. like WLRS Fest, and it would have like, you know, Papa Roach and Manson and like all these crazy names back in like the late, or uh, I'd say late 90s, early 2000s, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was always like a, a bucket list thing that I always wanted to go to WLRS Fest, man, because I would always hear these crazy, awesome, fun stories. And like, I wasn't always the biggest rock, like rock fan, but like, they would have these bands that would be like, dude, I got to see that band. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just because right. like it was, it was some of the, you know, popping bands at that time. And so, and then whenever they had announced recently that they were going to start sponsoring Grindhouse, coming out to Grindhouse at this last one, they were doing live commentary during it. Wow. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's so cool. I'm just like, man, like, and then like the, 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 um, the association they've got with the printing company, um, mm -hmm. and, and cause that printing company's doing some really cool stuff for, uh, for Tony or for Grindhouse just in general, as far as the graphics go and the, the nice, you know, posters that they've been making and stuff. So yeah, mm -hmm. Grindhouse is rolling right now and Tony's definitely trying to make us something special and the crowds, dude, like have those crowds not been so awesome the last two shows? Yeah, they, <laughs> so, they really have the, they're coming in hot. They're staying hot. Um, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're responding well, you know, and that just makes everything, I think, you know, much more enjoyable and easier for the workers too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It makes it a lot more fun. It makes, you know, it, it gives, it gives everybody something to feed off of in the ring, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, man. Yeah. Grindhouse is, is definitely rolling on cylinder on all cylinders right now. And, uh, Ronnie and Tony got something really great going on. For sure. That's dope. So Lobo, now just to go back 
again, you know. So when you left with with Larry D, you know, and you went over, did you feel like you were ready and Groundhouse would kind of be a finishing place for you just to put some finishing touches on? Or, you know, were you just continuing your training? I mean, I'm trying to get a sense of what where you were at at that time. Uh, I think at that point, like, it, it was um... – I think I needed to see where exactly I was okay. Um, because of the amount of time that it had been. Um, I was unsure of where I was physically, um, mentally, you know, I wasn't sure if, you know, I would take a bump and like it still, or if I would right. hate it. Like <laughs> right. I, I was really cautious those first hmm. three or four months, I would say. Um, you know, I, I would, I tried not to get like too close to people, but it was really difficult not to. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, you know, the fire was still there and then it started growing and, you know, grew exponentially, it was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. 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 Uh, so then it was, you know see where I'm at. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm good. I, you know, took, I think like six or seven months to knock the rust off and kind of Mm -hmm. figure out who I wanted to be because I didn't like the person or the character that I was before. So I started cultivating this new persona that I am, you know, still even working on today Mm -hmm. um, and really, you know, started finding myself and then, you know, right around, I would say maybe seven or eight months of taking bookings. I was like, okay, it's time to, you know, spread wings and try to fly and give it an honest try. Sure. Yeah. Well, that was something that Sean always told me about you was, you know, you and, and Mitch would always, Mitch Malik would always come up in the conversation too, just as being a couple guys that Sean knew very well that, you you guys will get in the car you'll do what it takes to get you know to get in front of people in front of promoters and you know help and whatever needs to be done right and i think that's fucking dope you know i applaud you for that man but when did you start doing that man when did you start kind of hopping in cars and all that stuff like sean was talking about um i mean it was probably um i started early with paradigm uh, just because they were a destination spot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to be there. So I started early with them, but I didn't really start getting into the cars and going places and like really feeling comfortable doing that. I don't think in, until somewhere in the summer, probably after I'd been to a couple different places, either with uh, beef or, um, you know, going somewhere to just to help out. Like going to St. Louis really helped a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so strange, you know, being in a different locker room. It's a new atmosphere and everything. Right. right. Um, it was still a little, a little daunting at times, but yeah, I would, I would say, maybe probably mid to late summer. Mm-hmm. Th- things have just happened quickly, like over the. Yeah. Uh, end of the month will be a full year. 
Wow. Wow. That's that's crazy, man. But see, yeah. that's that's what when it starts paying off, it starts paying off, you know, fast. It makes you feel mm-hmm. like it's fast, but you you've really been paying them dues for a while. So, you know, people notice. That's that's one cool thing. But yo, man, when I was looking through your stuff too, you were in there. Well, I, it was another scramble. It was a multi-man down in New South. And I, I just saw my, my boy Cabana Man Dan was in there, man. Yeah, that was cool. What are your thoughts on that whole experience, New South? I mean, that's I love that promotion. You know, what was it like going down there? I I love going down to New South. Uh-huh. Um, I wish I could be there at every show that they have. Yeah. Um, just they have a wonderful locker room. Um, it's another place that they have just an excellent academy and they're building a wonderful future for the business. Um, and they have, you know, just a great selection of vets that keep the locker room running and um, guys that they bring in um, to help out at shows and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy my time down there. Uh, working with Cabana man was great. Um yeah. Cause I, you know, I'd seen his stuff, seen him at, you know, the couple shows that I'd been there before that, uh, you know, just knew him through reputation and then getting to work with him. Um, you know, it was a, a learning experience for sure. I bet. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a vet. He's a vet, man. Yeah. He, he, sure. he knows what he's doing. Yeah, man, definitely. And yeah, like you said, New South is a really great place to be, man. They're doing some really cool stuff, uh, and they've definitely, you know, grown uh, their promotion uh, a lot with IWTV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, definitely be it. Yep, exclusively. That's how it's grown. But yo, man, I think it's awesome that a lot of the places you're focusing on, those are IWTV companies, and I, I'm telling you, I can't. I just can't imagine enough. I was talking to Billy Tipton about this Saturday up here in up here in South Jersey at On Point Wrestling. We were talking and you know, I was saying to him, this probably isn't the most lucrative booking you ever got in your life, but look look man, it's IWTV and everything and he mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I I'll definitely be here for that." And I think that that exposure is worth a lot, Lobo. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you know, I know you because the companies that you're you're getting put on are, are ones that you know are getting a lot of traction on there uh, when when it comes down to especially paradigm. Yeah, well, and you were saying like paradigm was a destination for you, right? Um, what was your first opportunity with paradigm? I know you. Uh, that's how we had met. Was you were coming uh, and helping out the paradigm mm-hmm. and stuff? So, um, what what was your first opportunity with them? And now, man, I feel like you're starting to become, hmm. you know, some somewhat a key figure, like especially in the UWFI stuff. So, yep, yep. Uh, what what was your first chance with them? Would you say? Uh, I mean, they, you know, invited me to come up and help out at a bunch of different shows. Um, mm-hmm. There were a few that, you know, I was almost almost chosen for a pre-show match or almost chosen for something and but you know i just kept sticking it out going there because i i really care about the locker room and the Uh product and i Uh I was cool with helping and i mean even if i was still helping today i would still be there at all the shows that i could be but then you know they gave me an opportunity chose me to do the last season of the contender series 
Yep. Um, you know, I got some bike beef at that. Hmm. I didn't win, but I got on the roster, and now I'm I'm somewhere that I wanted to be, getting to do something that is different than what normal, like quote unquote normal wrestling would be. Which only helps when I actually am in those other situations because not very many guys know what to do in a a regular match if they kick out and then all of a sudden you're full mount on them and you're grounded and pound. Right. It catches catches you off guard and you're sitting there going, oh, fuck, what is what's happening right now? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a different uh, different environment. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So that you got to get used to. And then, you know, you got a, a huge match coming up at, at their next um, UWFI Blue Brand show, man. You and Lord Crew. Man. Ooh, shit. That's that, so fun. Yeah, that that was a, uh, a dream match that I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. I wanted. Mm-hmm. And didn't, honestly, uh, if you would have asked me when I thought I would get a chance to fight someone on cruise level, I would have said, I don't know, six, seven months from now. Like, there's no way they're going to just throw me into that. And then I, I'm at the gym and I get a notification on my phone and I look and I'm like, oh, all right, cool. I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hell yeah. That motherfucker is. He is all the way TV ready, man. I mean, I just mm-hmm. Lord Crew looks badass. He looks he looks doper every time I see him. So yeah, yeah, I met him down at Larry's place. Okay. Um, so uh, I, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, because he would go down there, bounce in between there and Cincinnati a lot. Wow. Yeah. Cool. And uh, so you know, I stepped away, and he was one of the first people that I saw like when I went to one of the first paradigm shows that I helped out at Mm. and I was, my first thought when I saw him was, fuck, he got bigger. Hmm. (laughs) How did he do that? Yep. And, uh, you know, just get it, seeing the progression that he had made over that time that I took off, you know, I like you all said, I was like, man, he's a superstar. He's, he's ready. Yeah. He's had his opportunities like, and he's still doing, big things for big places so you know i'm i'm not taking it lightly but uh if i i wouldn't say i'm nervous i would say i'm more excited than anything you should be it's gonna be a night where you i mean you're gonna come out the other side better there's almost no way Mm -hmm. you can't with a guy like that i mean you know he's 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 learned and progressed so much, so and you're 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 gonna get there, you know. You just and with these guys, I think it's only gonna be it's really good for you. I'm I'm pumped. I'm glad that's gonna be a good match. But yo, you mentioned Paradigm, and Sean and I just reviewed Rhymes Like Dimes, which that show was was lights out. But mm-hmm. you and Juicy Jimmy, man, that was some beef slapping. <laughs> you guys were knocking yeah. the shit out of each other, man. What are your thoughts on that match? I liked that match. Um, I don't really get to work with bigger guys most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had known Jimmy by reputation, you know, just training at Larry's and, you know, Jimmy having the presence that he does in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, when I got the message, they were like, hey, you know, do you want this match? I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Why not? 
I, uh, I mean, I wish I would have, if I would have had any inkling of what was going to happen after between, right. you know, them and shooters, I maybe would have helped out or something, but I didn't, I didn't know, you know, Jimmy got me good with that lariat. Um, but man, watching it back, I was pretty happy with it, even though I lost, but you know, overall it was a good match, solid try. You know, Jimmy just got the better of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you also recently, actually, uh, as we are speaking right now, uh, it's debuting on IWTV. Um, but one of your also recent matches on at paradigm was, uh, you and a guy that me and Jeremy are both big fans of and Jeffrey John, mm-hmm. um, you know who is? I feel like every promotion he's in, he gets fed to. He to does. Basically, <laughs> somebody's yeah. going to murder him. He got so, fed to the head of the pack. Oh yeah. shit! He always finds a way to you know to uh, squeak out of there you know unharmed uh, or well maybe not unharmed but you know <laughs> not alive, maimed at least right right <laughs> but uh but but what, what were your thoughts on you and Jeffrey man? I, that I think is is one of my favorite matches that cool. I've had. Um, just because I mean, the first time that I saw Jeffrey was at uh, like a Paradigm OWA joint show at uh, Knights of Columbus. Yeah, and you know, I'm watching him do his thing, and I was like, man, he's so fluid and crisp. Like he's light on his feet. But when he hits, like he's hitting with intent and purpose. And I liked everything about what I was seeing from him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, meeting him, I was like, you know, I like this guy. Why does everyone shit on this guy? <laughs> then I got to know him and I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. It showed itself like, to I you. Can't, I can't wait to have a match with this guy. I'm going to beat the brakes off of it. <laughs> right. Cool, cool. He, he makes you want, you want want to hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah. And it's wonderful. Like, I love Jeffrey John. Like, mm. He, uh. I liked the fight that we had. Uh, you know, can't wait to watch that bad boy back because you know hmm. that first time big power bomb and shit. Like, mm-hmm. that's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you were also. I was there at the New Wave anniversary, and you opened up there. It was you and Mitch, and there was another. What was that three way? Jean Kennedy. Jean Kennedy. That's right. That's right. How, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? What are your memories of that, man? Because I, I like the match. I was happy to see you guys in there. And it's yeah. one step closer to the main show. Yeah, right. no, I, I, I like being up at New Wave. Yeah. Um, it, it's a tough place to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're bringing in a lot of good people. Um, you know, getting the chance to go out and have, you know, a triple threat match. Um, you know, it's a harder dynamic because you've got more bodies moving. Uh, so you have to like literally keep your head on a swivel. Sure. Um, I wish I could remember a little bit more about it. Um, I remember liking what we did, but I haven't seen it since it happened. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, I hope Earl doesn't get mad at me, but I think <laughs> they're planning on releasing it on a compilation of sorts, maybe. They, they I don't know. Please continue right. to book me, Earl. Don't get mad at me for this. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. 
He won't mind. Hey, if, if if you accidentally break something on here, I'm sure he won't mind. He likes ah, you. So. He wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> Earl's, Earl's our guy. So. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but no, nah, but like Jimmy was mentioning, just, just to see you start to get opportunities in new wave, man, it, it made me real happy because um, like you said, it's, it's a hard place to get into. Um, they've got a, so much talent uh, mm-hmm. at their disposal. You know what I mean? Um, that, whether it's the the guys that are there every single show um, or, you know, the guys that they just bring in, you know what I mean? Uh, like here recently, Lord crew has been doing a lot with them and, yep. and like, and he's, he's not even really a regular guy, although he's starting to become one somewhat, um, you know, I mean, hell, even JTG is starting to become a regular in new way. Yeah. Thing. Um, so, and then you got guys who are like, you know, the, the new wave, like, uh, lifeblood, I guess you could call it with like Cole Radrick and Sage and Nate Matthews and Eric Dillinger, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. roster thing. So it's definitely hard to get into, like you said, yeah. and whenever they started giving you opportunities, um, you know, well, did you, I'm assuming you met Earl probably from Grindhouse, right? Um, I, gosh, it was Grindhouse or it might, it might've been Paradigm, one of the mm-hmm. two yeah i don't yeah. i don't remember exactly where that man entered my life at but it, <laughs> it was it was one of those right but regardless for yeah. for you to be on his radar and start getting opportunities whether it be pre-show or um i think you even did a proving ground right didn't you or no that was mitch that did a proving ground wasn't it um I did uh, one match that we don't talk about. Right. <laughs> right. And I know what one you're talking about, too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then the triple threat. And those are the only ones that I've done as far okay. as I can remember. But I've, okay. t- I've taken some shots to the head. So, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, but regardless, you, you getting shots at, at, uh, at, at New Wave, man, mm-hmm. it's definitely a good place to be at, you know. They're going to give you some really good opportunities and, and put you in the ring with some good people. You know, um, I mean, you and Mitch have touched countless times, uh, and that's why you all were able to have the chemistry you all did in the three way. But then, like Jock Kennedy, another one that you know he's a young guy at, at, at New Wave, but like mm-hmm. he's starting to make waves in that Illinois area. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, man, definitely cool to see you uh, getting the reps in New Wave, and uh, and and hopefully. You know, we're going to see you. I mean, shoot, Lord Crew is a match that could have happened in New Wave, you know? So that, that is cool very if, true. That'd be um, cool if that, that, that might get ran back as a singles match in New Wave. You never know, you know? Right. <laughs> so, exactly. That's true. You do never know. And I mean, if yeah. that's what they wanted to do, I would be ready. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I just watched. This is older but from November, but I, I just happened to watch it. So I figured I'd ask you, it was, uh, it was EWE. And mm-hmm. recently, you know, we just, uh, I think Sean showed me um, something, a tweet, a social media post they put out that they're not, they're going to stop running. And that was kind of sad to me, but I was wondering, you know, what'd you think of that six side ring? I mean, you were in there in a scramble that night with gorgeous Morgan Taylor and, Mm-hmm. Gaston LaRue. Who else was in there? Joe Pro, Leon Elliott, mm-hmm. Loki. I don't know. Yeah. But, but you know, you came out on top in that one. Um, or no, you gave it to I I remember what happened. You 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 I think you helped Gaston get the victory. 
Yeah, I, I did. He he paid me for that. Right, so, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I helped out. I scratched his back a little. Um, you know, he he bought me for some time, and uh, you know, we were supposed to do the garage wars thing together. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I had had some time bought for that for from some uh, people, but you know, that ended up falling through. So you know, I at the uh, breakout classic i was like listen i'll go out with you but i'm not doing much else because i'm not you know i got paid but this is a little too much right uh but man that that six man being in that six-sided ring Mm -hmm. um it's different because it's bigger uh obviously it's a different shape so you know you got to think about your positioning differently um and then you know just being in there with multiple bodies yeah um you know everyone's trying to move to a spot and either hit someone or avoid being hit <laughs> um right. I, I would take more opportunities in any six-sided ring really yeah um, just because it, it's different it's it was fun yeah yeah man it, it's it, it's a different experience like you said uh and actually that show was i believe i think that that was my first experience with their six-sided ring it wasn't my first time with ewe because mm-hmm. when they had first started i was doing stuff with them um the richies are actually like family friends outside of wrestling um okay. and so uh, i was able to you know, I, I was doing stuff with them when they first kind of started coming around but whenever they were doing stuff though that was at the arena i believe um and different that was before they even had the six-sided ring so um, once they started rolling with it, I was just like, okay, I, like I want to get in that ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you just want to feel it out because uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of TNA growing up, but I did watch enough to where, you know, you see it and you're just like, that's different. Cause of course, you know, we all grew up WWF, WCW, you know, stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, and so uh, definitely a different experience. You have so much room in that ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's 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 definitely uh, something to get used to. I think that that scramble was actually like my first official match, like inside of that ring. Wow. Um, and uh, and yeah, I was just like, even with six and you know seven with me included people, um, you still have so much room to move around. It's yeah. weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Lobo, I feel like you're the number of places you know you're in is starting to starting to grow you know your your resume is getting longer but it's just starting too i mean where are you looking at are there places where you know you've got your eye on this is my next where i want to try to break into or anything any promotions like that that you're thinking uh yeah there are a few um you know i i definitely want to break into the texas area Cool. Um, I see them working real hard right now. Oh, hell yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I've been trying to break in there. Um, I'd like to get down into Georgia, um, you know, h- hoping to uh, hook up with like action or mm-hmm. something down there. Um, you know, I'm trying to get up into Maine. I want to fly up to Limitless with Beef. Oh, see wow. what they're about to, up there. Yeah, um, cool. You know, I'm just trying to expand really on on the East Coast right now. Um, 
you know, I'd like to get back to New York and actually have a match. Um, you know, I, the last time I went up there, I just uh, I got close a couple times, but you know, it never panned out. So, you know, I'd like to get back up there. I'd like to visit that area of the country a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, just dominate down through the south, and then you know, keep rolling in the Midwest. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, <laughs> we we got to get you up here to Jersey, man. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, that's a that's a great place to be because you know a lot of promotions up here. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot a lot run here and and plus, you know, it's another hotbed for IWTV. Like I was talking mm-hmm. to Billy Tipton, he he hooked up with my buddy Loudy who runs On Point Wrestling and now he's up here every every show. You know, that he books Billy every show. And Billy takes a ride up, you know, and but Billy's from where? Are you? Sean down around your guys way, right? Oh, no, he's actually a Tennessee guy. Tennessee, Billy is right. Yeah, Knoxville. But that's right. But so you know, hey, another guy putting the making the towns just like you. So I guess that that's what it takes, and and we see it pay off. Lobo, I'm looking at I'm looking right now at your what a maneuver the 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 shirt you've got on what a maneuver. That's pretty dope, man. <laughs> when did you get that design, and who did that design for you? That's pretty cool. Uh, that was done by Dave Cole. Um, okay, Dave painting on Twitter. Um, he's like, he's my go-to guy for designs and stuff. Like I've got just a laundry list of ideas <laughs> for him. Cool. <laughs> um, cool. yeah, I, I was just looking around trying to find someone that I thought would be able to, you know, take these weird, you know, half ideas that I had, you know, half baked up thought of my head. <laughs> right. uh, and, you know, I went to him and I was like, all right, so I've got an idea for like a wolf character, but I want it to be like me, but not me, but like the wolf from Rampage, but not. And mm-hmm. also, can he be like destroying a city like in Rampage? And then the, you know, he did I his think he nailed that. And yeah. Yeah. He killed it. Like, yeah. and he put in details that I didn't even like I gave him some half-baked idea and he comes in with like, yeah, I put him in your gear and like, here's a wrestling ring on this building. And wow. I was like, this is like, this is all you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so for, you know, the first shirt design, you know, first design, um, you know, I, I love it. I'll leave it up probably forever if I can. Heck yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's just it's cool, um, and that's it's different, you know, because you see a lot of wrestlers these days that you know it's black shirts and heavy metal designs, or we're doing like throwbacks right. to like early '90s stuff. And I was like, man, no one's showing any like 2000s pop punk day to remember style graphics any love. Hmm. So let's do that. Right. Cool. Well, talk about where where did you you said whenever you um, had took your sabbatical and it came back, um, you had you didn't really like the the I guess the character the gimmick or whatever you want to call it that you were doing before. Mm-hmm. So where did where did the inspiration for the uh, you know the Lobo head of the pack you know kind of wolf character come from? Where, where did that kind of start to take form? Uh, so when I was first getting in, like I wanted, 
to be able to somehow show like this, you know, weird obsession or whatever that I have with wolves or the idea of it. I don't know, man. I was a WCW kid. So like I grew up during the NWO and the Wolfpack. Big <laughs> fan, so that could have had something to do with it too. <laughs> I don't know. I went to a lot of flea markets as well, so I saw a lot of the wolf, you know, oh, yeah, with, with the lightning there. in the background. Yeah, with, with the lightning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or like a full moon. Yeah, so you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, just thinking about like the type of character that I want to be, or you know, the type of wrestler that I want to be. Well, I know that I want to be like mean and nasty and i don't really fuck with very many people so like hmm. in the animal kingdom you know what kind of animal is that yep it's kind of like a wolf if you think about like for the sure. lone wolf stereotype yeah for sure. oh yeah then you find out like oh shit they're actually pack animals hmm. and then it's like oh okay cool well I'm going to be really selective with the people that I let near me because of just how the business is. Right. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to have, you know, people running with me, like I want them to be in my pack mm -hmm. and that's where that comes from. And so now it's like, Oh, okay. Well, if that's the way that I'm kind of leaning into, you know, I also like, I have a lot of Japanese influence and I like, you know, anime and uh, the culture and, you know, I'm heavily influenced by Japanese wrestling and it was like, okay, let's do like a wolf demon type. If I was, you know, trying to be like a villain or something. The final boss. Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. That's so awesome. it's like, let me try. So it's taken longer than I thought it would because I was like, oh, you know, I'll just figure all this shit out real quick and I'll get the the gear and the look. And like, then I started getting into it and was like, no, you know, this needs to be a slow burn, I think, with what I'm trying to feel out and still trying to really figure out exactly where it's going to go. Mm -hmm. But it's going somewhere. Right. Uh, and there are wheels that are being put in motion right now. And I, I, I'm thinking here soon there's going to be a bit of a, uh, even more of a change. Like, I'm going to try to get a little bit nastier probably um, and really start to try to let out, you know, some of what I see for this next iteration of Lobo. Nice. That's awesome, man. I love that. Me too, man. That, that that's a hell of a vision, uh, and I, I'm excited, Lobo. I'm I'm real excited and happy that I have learned about you and gotten on the train now. Because you know, I think you're gonna you're gonna make some waves here coming up, and I, I'm gonna get to watch it all happen. You know, but who are you? Mentioned you were heavily influenced by Japanese wrestling, man. Who are some of your influences? Oh. One of my biggest is definitely Kenta Kobashi. Sweet. Um, love the way that guy works. Um, just the, his, uh, you know, the attitude that he has, the way that he carries himself. Um, just the, you know, that don't die attitude that I feel like he put out more than some of his other contemporaries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, then big guys, you know, we got like Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow, which, you know, is 
definitely heavily influenced in my look, the look that I'm going to try to start cultivating and in my work style. Um, other guys, you know, like, uh, Kensuke Sasaki, um, I really like watching Kawada, you know, the other pillars, of course. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I watch a lot of, uh, Kobashi, Vader, uh, Bigelow, uh, strangely enough, I watch a lot of the Steiner brothers. Yeah. And, uh. Brett and Owen Hart, like those are like a lot of the big influences for my style and like how I try to to work, even if it's as like I try to kick like Brett Hart does. It can be something as simple mm-hmm. as that. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brett but, Brett's strikes were next level, man. No, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. I mean, but the punches and everything, you know, there there was there were good ones, you know, and Brett was was among them. He was one of the best. He could make it look like he was really knocking somebody's fucking teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah. Realism. So mm-hmm. much realism with all the hearts, you know. Yep. So, um, well, and so I'm, I'm guessing that that's kind of what you're studying. But like what what kind of did you grow up watching Japanese wrestling? Like what, what kind of was the wrestling that made you decide to want to be a wrestler? Um, I mean, you know, I, I literally like some of my earliest memories are from watching wrestling. Uh, my dad was a huge wrestling fan. Um, my mom grew up watching it. So, you know, it, it was always on. Awesome. Uh, and then, you know, we became a WCW family. And then, you know, I started getting into like my early teens, I'd say like 11 or 12. And I was like, you know, I, I'm. I like watching, you know, wrestling now, but like, what if I watch something from another country? And I knew about like Lucha Libre from growing up watching WCW, but then I remembered Jushin Thunder Liger. So I look him up, huh. find some of his stuff in Japan, and it just it snowballed from there. Led you down the rabbit hole. That's yeah, cool. exactly. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean those names you mentioned. Wow, I mean, Bammer was awesome, but you know, Bammer in Japan. Oh, hey, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't get much better than that. And Vader. Oh, look out, man, that's awesome. And probably mm-hmm. Sam Hansen too. You know, you probably were on that track as well. But oh yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, just one blind guy watching another blind guy. That's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's such a good idea. <laughs> Right, man. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, Lobo, I'm, I'm, I'm super psyched, man, that we got a chance to talk to you, and we need to have you back on here eventually because, like I said, you know, I really believe it. It's just the beginning. So if we have Agreed. you back on another year or so, your your resume is going to be a few more pages long. Hmm. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I yeah, hope it's not I- that long either before the next visit too. For sure, man. Yeah, definitely. We are definitely going to have you back uh, because, yeah, as Jeremy was saying, you're really you're you're really just getting started. Um, but the places that you're at and the things that you're doing is some really great places to be at. Yeah. Um, and you know the the people that uh, you work for, I feel like believe in you. So definitely, the next time we have you back on, which you know, like you said, won't be very too far from now. 
you're uh, you're definitely we're gonna have a lot more to talk about. So for sure. Hell yeah. And listeners, get get to what a maneuver and get that shirt. Lobo, I just I bought it while we were sitting here talking. I, I gotta rock that shirt, man. That design is dope. So hey, I appreciate that. And I wanna I wanna rock the shirt when I see you live up here in Jersey. So we gotta get you up here. That, that's another yeah. one. <laughs> All right, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yep. Thanks. Well, before we let you go, Lobo, go ahead and uh, tell everybody um, you know, your social media, where they can find you, where they can follow you. Um, go ahead and plug your what a maneuver store also. Um, and then also what, what do you got coming up? What, where, where, where can people find you? Um, you know, as far as bookings go, uh, let's see. So I will be at the world famous Jeffersonville arena on March 18th for, Oh, what is the, what is this one subtitled? It's the UWFI. Uh, oh, no, it's the Grand Prix Tournament. I'm such a piece of shit. Don't listen <laughs> oh, to wow, this one, yeah. Gary. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I forgot to. Don't feel bad. So. <laughs> yeah, no. It, Grand Prix Tournament, first round, Lord Crew. I'm going to find Alex Kane at some point. It might not be that night. No, not Alex Kane. Shit. I'm going to find him, too, but I'm thinking <laughs> Isaiah. I'm going to find Ooh. Isaiah one night. <laughs> might not be that night. It'll be one night. Uh, You're going I'm for the real heavy the- hitters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give him to me. I'm ready. Yeah. No, uh, or give me Alex Kane. Either one. I'm fine with either. Yeah, either one, man. Uh, I'll be floating around the Chicago area. Uh, I think the 19th. I'm going to be going up to AAW, hanging out. Uh, and then I've got... A couple things popping up a few weeks after that that I can't really talk about right now. Uh, and then in April, we've got Pockade, of course, Pockade 3. I'll be there. I'm going to grab Zach Ruber's face, and I'm going to rip that bad boy off. So <laughs> Cool. <laughs> uh, and whoever whoever he picked. Oh, yeah, that's partners, right. Ben Shan Brand against, uh, against Zach Ruber's team, right? Yeah, who him him and his mark. So <laughs> I I hope he comes prepared. That's all I know. Oh, all right. Hell yeah. right. Um and then on Facebook, you can find me. I'm on there. Uh my name, Lobo Okami. Uh Instagram, Lobo Okami Wrestler, and then Twitter, Lobo underscore Okami. Uh I'm on What a Maneuver. And if you send me a DM, I will pretty much send you anything that you want <laughs> for a price. <laughs> Hell yeah. Lobo, much love, man. And you keep doing what you're doing because it's being noticed. I know it is. And it's, it's going to pay off, too. Thank mm-hmm. you all. I really appreciate all the kind words and everything that you guys have said and for having me on. Thank you so much again. Um, man, I can't wait to get up to Jersey and rock it out up there. Hell yeah, my man. Hey, thanks for your time, brother. Have a good, have a wonderful night. Thank you guys. Much love to you, bro. See you soon. See you.